Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Believe in Chargers. Born in Azari alongside Lorenzo Neal. We got a special one today. Mike Dub, Mike Williams of the Chargers joins us on the show ahead of the Cleveland Browns. Mike, how you doing, man? Happy Friday. I'm good. I'm good. How y'all doing? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm solid. Just blessed, man. No Lorenzo, man. Lorenzo's got the energy. He's ready to get after it, bro. Oh, I'm ready. I see that. I see hey, that. Hey, hey, you know, hey, Mike, you know, hey, you, you made me want to come back in the game. I've got one play in me, and then you have to come get me off the field, bro. But uh, any, anywho, man, tell the listeners, man, what are typically on Fridays? If you guys going to are you travel a day, you guys travel on Saturday, why don't you take the listeners to what are typically a week if you're playing uh, maybe if with the Las Vegas Raiders now, but if you are you playing against like Cleveland, tell us just go through that what it's like typically to travel up to the game. Oh well, our travel plan changed. Uh, we use we used to leave on Fridays when we go uh, to the trips across the coast, but now we leave on Saturdays. Uh, Coach Daly, he got this plan that uh, he feel like when we leave on Saturdays is better. So Friday it just raised on prep, uh, mostly like walk through just to get through situations and stuff. Uh, but yeah, red zone Fridays, it's called fast Friday. So we just trying to get it up, get on, get up and get off the field. Mike, has that completely changed kind of your approach and your preparation, you know, leaving on a Saturday versus a Friday? Cause you know, for all the other years you've been in the league, I'm assuming it's been Fridays. So has, has that changed kind of the way you prep your mindset or is it, is it a pretty easy transition? Uh, no, nah, it's a pretty easy transition for me. Well, I just, on Fridays, I just kind of use it for, uh, just to get my body working stuff now, uh, since we here. So I, I mainly just kind of take care of my body on Fridays, massages, ice tub, things like that on uh, Fridays. Mike, when, when typically when you're when you're thinking about the game itself and think about like you when a when a guy like Keenan's in the game, what does that do for you? And what skill sets do you do for him? Come complimenting one another. How, tell me, tell us about that. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, cause we so much different. I mean, obviously, uh, Keenan is probably one of the best uh, route runners in the league, and uh, probably one of the best deep ball. Uh, catches in the league so we just kind of complement each other like that we we do different things so teams got to you know prepare for us a little different with him being out you know I mean obviously I'm gonna get a little bit more attention on the defense side but yeah just having him as another option just open up so much for our offenses is add another threat and, and, and what is that like Mike you know with with Keenan being out you know it, it's obviously tougher right their safety is going to shade more you don't get as much yeah. of that one-on-one -on -one. you can't just go on those straight go routes being one-on-one -on -one, you using your length and yeah. size does is, it, does that pose a different kind of challenge like how do you create that separation and still try and you know get those targets and get those actions without Keenan because you know he, he's, a, he's a big loss to this team the heart and soul of the receiving core and and just you know a legend yeah. for the franchise well it's a little different obviously uh yeah. I mean, with him on the other side, it kind of draws a little bit more attention to him. But with him being out, uh, just, I mean, just move around a little bit more. Uh, try to get me in the slide, move outside, stack me with other receivers. Just try to move me around a little bit more just to get me in spots and find the open holes and stuff in the zones and you no know, beat man coverage. Ken, when, you, when you think about I know you and Ken, you guys are different, but when you think about receivers, what is what's the difference between good and great? Because I've seen you, man, Mike, make the one hand catch. I've seen you it, tell me like, it, you know, because I know when I played fullback, I was like, look, like Mike all said at the time, he was probably the best running fullback. This guy wouldn't run the ball. You know, when you say, hey, who's guy caught the ball? Larry Sanders. But if you said, hey, blocking, I'm like, look, 
low knee. I was the world's greatest. Well, yeah. I just let it know, let them be known. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mikey D, I just gotta let you know. So, how, how do you though? How do you look at yourself? Do you from good to great? Tell me if you're good. What is it the next transition for you to be great? How, how do you? How do you cycle like you know analyze yourself and your skill sets? Well, for me, every year I just try to be better than the previous year. That's the main thing with me. Uh, I just try to improve every season in different parts of my game. And uh, obviously this year, you know, I was just trying to get better at, uh, you know, just creating separation at the line against press coverage, uh, big physical guy. So they they try to not, like, get me running straight forward sometimes. So they try to, like, play press coverage. So my main thing was how fast can I get off press coverage and get out in the uh, open field. So that's the main thing just for me, just try to get better every year. Gotcha, Mike. I got a Mike. I got a just a general question for you. Then we can talk about the team heading over to Cleveland. Should be a, an absolute dogfight over there again. Mike Williams of the Chargers joining us on Believe in Chargers. Mike, who's that one corner? And who's that one corner in the league where you're like, ah, man, he, he's he's on me this week. Who's that one guy where you're like, you know, I'm sure you're confident you can you can beat anybody one on one. But who's who's been your toughest matchup you've seen so far in the National Football League? Uh. I don't know. I done had some pretty good games against some elite corners. Yeah. Right? I done had some shitty games against some <laughs> bad corners. Right, 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 right. I don't that know. Part, you know, part, you know what I'm saying? It just kind of. I don't know. It just depends just, on the day. Yeah, it depends on the day, man. But yeah, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say like. I mean, I look forward to playing whoever it is. Uh, I mean, I love the competition. I mean, the NFL, I love to compete. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think it's one person that I just get up to show up, uh, you know, to play. I show up to play any game. Right. Well, when you go on this week against Cleveland, man, my little, my, my nephew, Del, Grant Delphi, go ahead and tell him, hey, say, Lo told me to give you this. So, when, go ahead and give him that game ball when you when you score a touchdown on him, <laughs> handing the ball, baby. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I know you do. Hey, how do you look? How do you look at this matchup, especially when you think about it like last week, looking at you guys' total dominance, and then, you know, you had that lack of wool where, you know, the team seems like start to fall asleep, or and I don't know if it's fall asleep, lack of a better words, but and then all of a sudden you guys needed to finish, and you finished. What does coach tell you guys in moments like that when you're up by 20 or so, and all of a sudden you let the team back in, but the way you guys finished was, was unbelievable? Yeah, I mean, for us, obviously, uh, we didn't want it to be that close at the end. So we just got to find ways just to finish better. That's the main thing. Don't don't let off the gas, push all the way to the end. Uh, I feel like we let the game get too close uh, in Houston. You know, obviously, we got up to a big league and they have time. Uh, you know, they kind of put some points up. But our main focus this week was, you know, uh, the third quarter. Uh, I think he said, like, our points, we like, got 17 points in the third quarter and our mm-hmm. opponents got like 39 points. So wow. I mean, this was like, yeah, just focusing on that third quarter just to, you know, get a, get off to a good start in the third quarter. Cause that's kind of where we were lacking that. So that kind of was a big emphasis this week was just, you know, after halftime, what do we have to do to kind of keep the momentum going uh, into the third quarter? So that's kind of was a big focus this week for us. And Mike, is that a is that a mental thing where y'all are like, you know what, we got a nice lead, you know, we're not trying to put our foot off the gas, but it's maybe it's just nature. You think that's a mental thing? Like, how do you think is the best approach? And this is like the million dollar question, of course, but like, how do we always play as if it's like a tied game? How can we always keep that mentality so we can always just keep running up the numbers, running up the score so we don't even have to get into those situations? What do you think is the key to kind of changing that mindset around? Uh... 
I don't know. I just feel like we just got to just play hard. That's the yeah. main thing. Uh, so I know you got to play hard. hard. Uh, even if we up by 40, let's still, you know, throw the ball around. We don't got to just, you know, focus yeah. on the running game just to run the clock out. Let's just keep right. throwing it around. You know, let's keep doing what make it – make things click. But don't like – yeah, but I mean – we just got to just play hard. That's the main thing. It is. No, it, 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 it's, it, it's right. It's no it's no secret magic formula. It's just like, hey, like you said, guys got to line up and do their job. Yeah. Don't take their foot off the pedal. Guys got to be staying in the game. Don't, you know, no let ups. That's just, it's, it's, it's basic, but it, it's easier said than done. So totally understand that. What when, when you line up, Mike, what is like when you got plays designed for you? And a fullback, you got to realize I'm just leading for LT. I'm leading so – I'm always in the game because I like I know I got to go block some. I know if I don't if I don't bring it to them, they're gonna try to get me. And I want to. How is it like at the receiver? When do you know it's coming to you? Is coverage dictate when the ball's coming to you? How do you stay in the game? You know what I mean. Sometimes you're like running this round. You're like, man, I know I'm. A, what's the mindset on that? And then, but what dictates when you know? Okay, it's, it's me. It's well, her I, coming to you. I, well, me. My main thing is I just trust the whole the whole plan. That's the main thing. Uh, I see it in practice. And when I get on the field and I sit in the, on the, on the, on the field, you know, I just trust trust the plan. Uh, if I was coached to do it this way and I see it working, uh, I'm going to stick with that. Uh, don't don't get out on the field and just be an individual and do your own thing and not trust the plan. So, I mean, you practice it one specific way when you get in the game. Just trust the plan. Uh, obviously, when you hear a play get called and you were seeing, you mm-hmm. know, the coverage and practice the whole week. So you, you're like, oh, this right here is going to be a big play. Uh I seen this before, but yeah, that's the main thing. You just gotta just trust the plan, uh, trust your uh, prep throughout the week, and just go out there and play hard. Mike, I got I got two for you. One is uh, you know second year guy Josh Palmer out of Tennessee. We we've heard nothing but great things about him, and it's uh, it's weird to say because you're not really a veteran yet, but you've been around now uh, you know a few years where it's, it's crazy, right? You you've been a part of the organization for a while. This guy's a young guy. We hear a lot of his comps to one of your teammates, Keenan, but obviously they're different in, in their different regards. But, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on him as, number one, as a player, but more importantly, as a person? Like, you know, what what does what this kid got? And, we, you know, I just want to know your thoughts on Josh. Yeah. We've heard uh, just everything but awesome things about him, man. Yeah, big improvement uh, this year. Uh, obviously, he's a hard worker. Uh, he's going to stay in, stay in his iPad, stay watching film, uh, and he's going to ask questions. That's the main thing. Uh, he asks a lot of questions because he want to be great. And, I mean, we're here to answer those questions. And you can see every every week, you know, he working on his releases, working at the top of his routes, uh, sit next to Keenan so he can ask some questions in the meeting room. But, yeah, Josh is just one of those guys who want to be great. And you can see it, you know, yeah. on the field and off the field. Who, who's the uh, – well, two, this is a two-part question. Okay, what's going to be the keys for it to win this game against Cleveland? What – what do you guys think? In the there's a big number, couple couple keys for you guys, not necessarily game plan, but a couple keys for you guys to come out victorious. Oh uh, well, for us on the offensive side, our main thing is you know let's get points every time we touch the ball. So we know those guys got some two two backs in the backfield who they want to burn the clock with, so they time of possession can get high if they run the ball a lot. So our main thing is you know every time we get it, let's score. And obviously last year, that's what we did against those guys. It was a high-scoring game, and we were just able to score last. So that was the main thing. But, yeah, our main focus is just every time we get the ball, let's get points and, uh, yeah, stop their run, and we'll be good. Gotcha. Go ahead. And la- la- 
Last one, man, because we're trying to stay on that time, brother. Appreciate you taking our time out of your schedule, bro. I know how it is on Fridays. Got to get that massage, man. Get get some rest. You already know, bro. I already know. I'm feeling I'm feeling tight right now. And what up? Who's 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 the joker on, on the, in, in the in the receiver? Who's the guy funny? Keep it loose. Who's the one that you guys know is going to keep it loose? And then on the team is who's some of the guys that you know you're like, man, glad this guy's on the team. No, no one things are tighter, a little bit uncomfortable. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? That. That joker on the team, or on oh, the, well, I stay in, in the receiver room. It's probably Keenan. Yeah, okay. he, yeah, he probably a little bit more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he ain't gonna be Keenan, man. <laughs> and what was the other one again? Like, who, who like on the team is it Mac? Who's like on the team? Okay, he's got that dog, but yet and still, he's a dog, but he still can play. He's a great player, but yet and still, you know that hey, this guy gonna have fun, but he gonna, you know, when it's time to go. Oh, that probably he, uh, their one. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely got those vibes. Yeah. Dub. He he gon he gon they're gonna let you know when you're wrong. But at the end, at the end of the day, you know, you know what I'm saying? Hey Mike, that I, I appreciate your time. I got last one for you. Chargers fans wanted this one to know. You've played with two great quarterbacks, Philip Rivers, Justin Herbert, right? Which one is in is in tougher catch to, to catch the ball? Because I know, you know. Herbert absolutely slings it out of his hands. Rivers is that accurate guy. They're both great in their own right. Which one's tougher to catch the ball from? Tougher? Yeah, like, you know, is is one tougher to catch? I know Keenan's mentioned in the past it's tougher to catch Herbert's balls because he absolutely just rifles them yeah, with blocking. Yeah, he throw, he throw hard for sure. Yeah. Uh, when I was with Phil, Phil was kind of one of them touch. He, he put a little touch on the ball. Obviously, he didn't have the arm strength just when I came into the league. So a lot of his a lot of his throws are just timing. Uh, Justin can be a little late because he got the arm strength to catch up to everything. You know what I'm saying? He can make throws to the field. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I don't know. That's that's a tough question. I wouldn't say one of them tougher than the other one though. It's a little different. Got you. All right, Mike. We'll we'll, we'll leave you to it, brother. As Lo says, get that massage in. Have a safe flight to the land, brother. And we're we're, we're rooting for you on Sunday, my man. I appreciate y'all. All right, man. Be, be well. All right. All right, everybody, Mike Williams joining Lorenzo and I on Believe in Chargers. Lorenzo, that, that, was, that was a fun one, man. Mike Dubb is the, the absolute dude. He's a character. He's an awesome guy. He's a, uh, a fantastic person. So it's, uh, it's great to hear kind of his preview and his mindset as we break down this Cleveland series. He, he said Keenan's the jokester. I'm getting some jokester vibes from Mike, too, man. Mike, too. That's what I was saying. Cause he, man, he, you could tell he just got that swag. He cool, laid back. I was like, all right, I could tell his, his slide went in. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna find that. I'm gonna call Arthur Hightower and mess with some of my old head guys around there and say, what, what did he say about us? How did he, you know, he liked the show, but man, you know, you could tell that the guys, you know, he is a student of the game. You could just tell that it's crap that he wants to win. You could tell that the guy loves football, takes it serious. And that's what I was kind of wanting to know, man. I just kind of, you know, that's why I was kind of talking with you and kind of talking to him like, what separates you from being good to great? Because, you know, I've seen him make some great plays. What's this, what, for, in your opinion, you know, because you watch these guys. I mean, I love football, but you, you mean you're all over it, maybe more. What separates he and Keenan? I know Keenan's a better route runner, in and out. He's very deceptive. Kind of reminds me of Henry Ellard of old, you know, run good routes, can get in and out. Um, what separates from good to great? Is Keenan great? Is he good? What, you know, in your opinion, when you're assessing receivers, what separates it? It's up here. It's up here, Lorenzo Neal. Because I, I think let, let, let's talk about their stories. Mike Williams, and this is not a knock on him. He was always that guy. Six five frame. He was a first round pick, seventh overall, played at with fantastic players at Clemson. 
Keenan Allen was kind of that under the radar, undersized guy who played at Berkeley, which is not a football powerhouse, you know, by any stretch. I know they produce some good players, but he was a third round pick. There's always been a chip on his shoulder. And I think once Keenan developed the mindset, like, holy cow, like I'm here, I'm here to stay. That chip is something that's instilled in you for life. And I think Keenan's that's developed that dog, that grit, that mentality in him where he's like, I'm going to be a killer every Sunday I step on the field. And there's no question that Mike Williams is naturally more gifted than Keenan Allen. But a lot of the players in the National Football League is how often can you maximize those gifts? How consistent can you maximize those gifts? And while Mike may be more talented, I think, you know, his next transition, he's a fantastic receiver and he's produced in big time moments for the Chargers. Let's not discount that. Let's go to week 18 last year where Justin Herbert wasn't going to Keenan Allen every time. He was going to Mike Williams every time on those fourth down conversions to get that thing into OT. With Mike, though, how can he be that 10 catch, 100 yard receiver? against the Texans, and against the Chiefs. How can he put it back-to-back weeks? That's his last little step to becoming, you know, yeah, he's mic'd up. That's kind of my thoughts. That's great, man. Just for that, so the biggest thing you is to act mental. You think, hey, I want to see the guy show me the consistency week in and week out, just the mentality, not athletic ability. So athletically, you were saying, man, he's more athletically probably better than Keaton. Um, he's got the gifts. He's got the tools. So you think it's just a mental attitude of just being able to come to the game and that mindset that you're going to show me that you're unguardable with consistency over and over again. Got it. No doubt. And everybody remember, this is brought to you by betonline.ag, your number one source for all betting needs. The two and two chargers go ahead and face the two and two Browns chargers are the slight favorites. I believe at minus two and a half, you guys hear Mike W here is his passion, his compassion, his confidence. Yeah. Let's hammer the chargers. Everybody at betonline.ag. I thought Mike Lowe brought up a really good point. It's like, you asked him, what's the key? He knows Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, they will bleed the clock. The Browns' key to victory is winning the time of possession, getting it from first and 10 to second and four to third and one to first and 10. That's how they're going to win the game. Bleeding the clock, just, just destroying that interior defensive line for the Chargers. So Mike knows it's imperative for this Charger team to score whenever they have the rock. Do you agree with Mike? He, he, he's a student of the game. That's probably the key to the game for the Chargers. They got to put up points. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to hear him say. But that's just he's, he's been the same church, same pew. Me and you both are saying amen because Mike understands what they want to do. What they want to do and, and the, what the Chargers want to do. The Chargers want to score every possession because they understand – they're going to have to keep the you know keep the ball away from Cleveland because Cleveland is going to be able to run the ball. I think the Chargers got to think about at times go four down linemen or five down linemen play from five play at a five one. That's five down linemen take a linebacker off the field and now you're going five down linemen and go with one linebacker. I think look for the Chargers to say how do we how do we create it how do we create an opportunity for ourselves to slow guys down. Go five down. Go five down. Ask your middle linebacker to be able to run over the field. Now keep another, you know, safety. You know, now you can just got to still can play same type of coverages at times. So at times, I think you got to mix it up, especially on obvious rundowns. That's what I like to see the Chargers do. Be stout against the run. And don't let Cleveland make it that type of game. So I know we talked about it's going to be a high score game or Cleveland's going to keep pounding the ball. Well, stop the run. Win on first down. If, Cle- if you know, the Chargers decide to say, Let's try to win on first and second down. Let's make let's make a quarterback. Lo, I think I lost you, bro. I, I think I lost you for a sec. All good though. I I wanted to talk uh uh you know about one more thing. I thought that was super interesting related to Mike Williams. And I think really interesting related to the Chargers is I got you is interesting, Lorenzo, that the team travels on Saturday. 
right? I, I, haven't, right. I haven't heard about that in, in professional sports. Uh, NFL team going to play on the road. They usually go fly on Friday so they can have a day of that time change, get a little acclimated, go have a nice team dinner at, at the hotel. I'm sure you know. What are your thoughts on Staley wanting to fly on Saturday? It's very unorthodox. Yeah, it was. I was a little surprised. I thought that, you know, they would fly out today, get there, fly out today, you know, get it, end up leaving leaving the day like at one o'clock. So it would be like three o'clock that time. So you land at eight o'clock. So now you freaking, you get to the room, you check in, it's nine, 10 o'clock at night. Boom, you're going straight to bed. Got, you know, boom, wake up in the morning. And then Saturday, be back on the time where you're getting up at, you know, nine o'clock. Guys can kind of sleep because it's six o'clock that time. So kind of let them get one night of acclimation of sleep. Because now when you realize when you travel on Saturday, the biggest thought process is then is when you fly on Saturday, you get there on, on Saturday, now the next day you got a ten, you got a one o'clock game, which is one o'clock. You think about it though, you're you're, but you're eating eating at nine, so that's six o'clock. That's six o'clock California time. So you're talking about players getting up at four and five o'clock in the morning. If you if you're eating at eight, you're getting up at that means you're up at five a.m. So it is a big difference. It's it's. It's one I want to look more into. It's one I want to talk to more teams about. It's one I want to see is this kind of a, 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 a first-time thing. You know, Mike said it didn't really change his approach, his mindset, which it probably doesn't, but I just think it's a little more interesting to see that they're going to be flying there, you know, the day before. I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up with Lorenzo. Uh, let, let, let's talk about, you know, you know the, the, the key to this game on my end. I, I think it's, you know, Mike talked about, you know, can we put up points? In my, in my humble opinion, it's more so can this Chargers defense stop the run? You know, we put up so much money into this interior defensive line. Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson. You're without Joey Bosa, who's down the run game. You still got Khalil Mack and other guys in your secondary. Can they stop the run? Because if Kareem Hunt, if Nick Chubb, they combine for over 150 rushing yards, it's going to be a long day, baby, in Cleveland. It's going to be a long day. It's going to be cold. It's going to be dirty. The dirt's going to be up. I forgot, low where you were telling me. Where were you playing football when you said it was freezing temperature and LT's snot was frozen on his nose or something? Cleveland, 14 yep. below zero, wind chill of like minus whatever it was. Cleveland. But they're going, it ain't going to be, it's not going to be snowing. They're not getting in there in December and January. So, you know what? They're probably not going to get that type of weather. It might be a little chilly, but it won't be there. Absolutely. Well, Chargers fans, um, this is going to be a, a big-time game. Lo and I are going to get you with the post-game show sometime next week. But, guys, make sure you smash that like button, subscribe, follow the podcast, Believe in Chargers. we got some more Chargers coming up this season. Mike was an absolute pleasure, Lo. I mean, you know, yeah, you, have, you, have, you have different level guys in the locker room. And, you know, for the stardom that Mike Williams is, his humbleness just, you know, it, it, it polarized us. And then you can tell that guy, if there's a room that's down, he lifts the room. He lifts the room with his energy and his humor, man. Oh, no question. He's a great guy, and I'm pulling for him. Hopefully he has a big game this weekend, and I think he will. I think he understands that, hey, all eyes are on him, and he wants to answer the bell. And that's why I just wanted to know, this is how you go from being good to great. He has opportunity with Keenan being, opportunity is never lost, my dad told me, but it says give him to someone else. And that's why Mike Williams has to seize this opportunity. He's the guy, he's the main play, player that they're going to on offense as an offensive weapon as far as in receiving. So he made so critical in this game. So he understands what's at stake. They're moving him around. I love that he said, hey, they're moving him around. They're stacking him. They're doing other things. So they're featuring Mike Williams. So he understands he's going to have to be a play a big game. He's playing a big role. So when you listen to his conversation today, brother, and I hope the listeners listen to that because he said, look, 
said, hey, they're going to stack me. They're moving me. They put me in the slot. That means they're stacking him under behind the receiver. So now when he comes out, they can you can't put your hands on him because he's going in motion. The way that they're doing motion, they're just to cover man or zone. So the, I look, I like what Staley and the Chargers are doing with um, with Mike to try to free him up and open him up. So uh, they are definitely going to be featuring Mike this week. It'll be interesting to see if Keenan plays on Sunday for the Chargers. Remember, Chargers fans, rise and shine if you're on the West Coast. 10 a.m. football against Jacoby Brissett and the good Cleveland Browns football team. For Lorenzo Neal, I'm born in Azari. Everyone, have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you big time Sunday coming up. Bolt up. Cheers, Lorenzo. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.